You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Before we get started, we want to talk about the sponsor for today's episode. Yeah, so we are super excited to be working with Young Woodworkers with an awesome deal for you guys. Um, Young Woodworkers makes it easy for your kids to become makers and builders with their woodworking subscription kits. So how it works is every month your child will receive a high-quality all-in-one project kit. So it has everything that they need to make an awesome project complete, completely on their own with little to no supervision. Projects are geared toward ages 7 to 12 on their own, but younger kids can definitely enjoy them with a grown-up or big sibling to help. Kits come with all the necessary materials and illustrated step-by-step instructions to create a finished project kids feel super proud of. They even receive a little mini child-sized hammer with their first shipment, which I thought was so cute. Kids may need basic home supplies like a ruler or scissors and glue, but all the other project materials are included. I know we are always looking for ways kids can use their creativity and their own two hands without needing a ton of prep work ahead of time on our parts. So Young Woodworkers is a great solution for those stuck inside rainy days or in our case here in the desert, the too hot to play outside days or when it's just time to shut off those screens. So you got a kit. Tell me about your kit that your family did. Yes. So we received a kit to build a marshmallow launcher, which I had never heard of as a contraption before. Mm -hmm. Building it was fun, but then the fun had only just begun. (laughs) We then spent at least an hour and a half and used a whole bag of marshmallows, launching them down our hallway and into each other's mouths. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. You sent me a video and it looked like so much fun. It was. So speaking of cars, which is actually today's episode, what, what it's all about, we got the car kit. And I would say um, we had technical difficulties that I think that our six-year-old could have solved better than Mr. Lad Helping did. So it was more of a user error situation, but um, he was helping and at one point put on something backwards. But we did end up with a finished car that was super fun. They um, spin the propeller on Uh it and then it propels it forward. And they were like immediately asking to play with it again this morning. So yeah, we loved it. So we have partnered with Young Woodworkers to offer big savings on your first shipment. So you will only pay $9.99 plus postage and processing for the first kit, which is a 50% discount. Head to youngwoodworkers.com slash next door to subscribe and get your special deal. And then no promo code needed. Again, just head to youngwoodworkers.com slash next door for 50% off your first shipment from Young Woodworkers. And now on with the show. All right. So we live in a pretty sprawling suburban area. And like many people spend a fair amount of time in our cars. Yes. So we want to talk all about our cars yeah. today. These these places where we spend so much time. We will reminisce about our first cars, talk about the cars we drive now, our driving habits, and how clean or messy our cars generally are. But first... You brought a delicious snack for us. Yes. I stopped at the bakery. You know the bakery that we love right in our our old hood here. Always a good stop. Your your current hood, my old hood. Um, And these are, this is the chocolate croissant. There's a new thing that I wanted to try that they did not have, but Mm. this always looks like a winner. Yes. And it smells amazing. So I brought us a little little mid-morning treat here. Thank you. All right. I'm just going to pick it up and take a big bite. The powdered sugar is scaring me with my black (laughs) shirt on. I'm not scared. No one can see us. You're not going to judge me. 
Do you know that I don't know that I've ever had a chocolate croissant in my mm. life? Mm. Man, why have I not? You have a lot of time to make up for. That's delicious. It's so good because the buttery flaky crust, and this is a good one. And mm-hmm. I feel like in just in the U.S., I have had croissants in France, and oh, there is just that flaky, shattery, like shattery, flaky on the outside, and then just flaky and squishy and soft in the Uh inside this is really really good and then the chocolate is that really dark chocolate it's not too sweet it's just so good with like the powdered sugar on top oh yummy noises this is wonderful Uh okay so to kick off this episode first i want to go down memory lane Mm -hmm. tell me about what memories you have of the cars your family had growing up or memories you have of being in the car you know with your family as a kid and tell me about your first car okay so the first car i can remember having as a kid growing up was this big light blue station wagon okay and I don't remember, I, I texted my dad to verify if this was true or not. <laughs> I don't remember if we had a rear-facing backseat, oh, you know, like was, the third row. Yes, my friend had one of those. I, and I that's know my best. friend for sure did, uh-huh. and I can't remember if I'm like, if my na- little neighbor friend, if that's mm-hmm. melding together with my memory of our station wagon. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe we didn't have that, but I was like jealous of hers. Right. So anyways, I do, I have very distinct memories of that, of... um piling all of us in the station wagon like after dinner on summer nights and going to Dairy Queen and like Aww. eating it in the car and mm-hmm. like oh, crawling yeah. over the seats and whatever because mm-hmm. you're just, you know, you're free in the car right. with no seatbelt right. on and you think it's the coolest right. and you have no shoes on yeah. and whatever. So I just have very distinct memories of that. For the rest of my childhood, I would say, mm-hmm. like in through high school even, we had a maroon Dodge car- Caravan minivan okay. that was, I mean, that thing many a childhood memory like just <laughs> road tripped to maryland every other year we had family friends that lived there and mm-hmm. we would we would rotate back and forth and mm-hmm. so we had many a road trip in there i'm sure at some point i made out with jeremiah in there i'm pretty <laughs> sure we still had that when i met him um yeah so that was good those are those are kind of my childhood cars i remember mm-hmm. and then my first car which was just so cool i will never forget so I turned 18 in December of my senior year mm-hmm. and, um, you know, my brother was going to start driving soon mm-hmm. too. And like, I was going to be going away to college. And so my parents actually, it was my 18th birthday. I had some friends over or whatever, and I'd opened my presents. And then my dad like threw car keys at me. <gasps> he was like, wait, you got one more. And just, he was like, catch and threw <laughs> car keys at me. And he had done all this research and found this used I think, I mean, I think they paid like $1,800 for it or something, but used Honda Accord in in like really good shape. And you know, those things last Last forever forever. Um, and kind of fully loaded for its time. It Mm -hmm. had like a sunroof and whatever. And my parents, I mean, we could barely, they could barely afford their own cars growing up. So Mm -hmm. that was like the most extravagant thing I could ever imagine getting from my parents. And um, I think at one point I heard the story later that my dad had like, it was missing a passenger or a rear view mirror on the driver's mm-hmm. side which is illegal you have to have one right and he actually like called around to junkyards to find one and was like crawling into vehicles of the junkyard to oh, like oh get gosh. this one off of that the same model car yeah right. and did all that like before oh. and it was a stick shift which i'm so grateful for because now i know and love 
how to drive stick shift yeah. because that was my first car. Yeah. My dad, um, I remember him taking me down by Lake Michigan. There was like a lot of hills because uh-huh. to get down to the lake. And he was like, if you can drive up this hill with stopping you and starting, it. you can take oh it out. My gosh. And so like it forced me to learn because I wanted to take my new car out. Right. Um, and I remember Jeremiah teaching me, like working with me in uh-huh. the alley behind his parents' house. <laughs> there's something about your boyfriend teaching you versus your dad, you know, (laughs) working on the finer things. Uh So, and then the super sad thing about that car though, is that I took it. So I had it from December until the following fall. I took it away to school. I went to UW Green Bay Mm -hmm. um, my first year, which is very much a commuter school, which I kind of didn't realize until I got up there. And so I really needed a car Mm because not a lot of people hung around there on the weekends. And Mm -hmm. so... I had taken it to me and my roommates had gone to another friend's like apartment off campus and it was parked on the street and we were literally walking out to the car and it got slammed and totaled by a drunk driver. Like as we were walking out to it, really the only reason we weren't in it or, or starting to get in it was that my roommate was deciding if she was going to stay or not because it was her boyfriend's apartment. So that was kind of traumatic. Yeah. I mean, really insane. Like airbags out, like the guy drove off and Mm. they caught him because he was dripping all kinds of fluids. Mm. But because the car was so old that like it was totaled, like it went and I couldn't get another car for that deal. So I just, it went towards books or whatever, the insurance money. And so then I didn't have a car the whole freshman year and I was stuck up there. So it was kind of sad because my parents worked really hard to get yeah. that for me and yeah. whatever. So that is, I have very fond memories of my first, Aww. my first car. May it rest in peace. <laughs> How about you? Um, let's see. So the very, I, the very first car I remember, and then honestly, I don't feel like I really remember a lot of specific cars after this, but I just remember my first car that I remember my parents driving was a Cutlass Sierra. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I just, the name is like, what Mm -hmm. does that even mean? It Mm -hmm. just sounds like a car that you'd be driving in the early (laughs) eighties. And I feel like it was kind of a light blue gray color. Weren't they all? Weren't they all? Probably so. And like, I feel like I could still kind of remember the look of those blue gray cloth seats and, like the chrome metal door handles, yes. you know? Um, so I remember that. And then I honestly don't remember a lot of the other cars. I, my parents always drove used cars. My parents are now for the first times ever, I think both driving like the brand new cars mm-hmm. that they bought themselves just a few years Pause. ago. Yeah. I dropped chocolate croissant on your carpet. <laughs> That's that would not be the, definitely step in that it would when not I get be up. the worst thing that anyone has dropped on this carpet, if you can imagine, but that's, I knew I would step right in it and forget about it if I left it till the end of the show. Well, okay. it's much more considerate than some people who eat dinner here. Some little tiny humans. So we always had used cars and of probably varying quality. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. lots of aggravation yes. over cars breaking down mm-hmm. and just, yeah, just that frustration. Um I think later my mom was driving Volvos and that ended up being like a Volvo ended up being one of my first cars. So I think it okay. ended up being like a brand, like, okay, mm-hmm. like known for safety. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of memories, I, I really remember 
um, like being in the back seat on a weekend when we were going somewhere as a family mm-hmm. or going out to dinner on, you know, like as a special mm-hmm. occasion and just listening to NPR mm-hmm. or like as my parents, my dad was driving us to school and mm-hmm. stuff. So NPR on and especially on the weekends, Prairie Home Companion being on. Oh, like if I hear that, that just like takes me back That's to cute. to being a kid. The other thing I remember about my childhood in cars was the car picnic, which yes. is what my mom yes. would call it. Especially in the summer times when we would go swimming and mm-hmm. then go to like Sonic we'll drive through, and yes. yeah, and get um, hamburgers mm-hmm. and fries and like a slushy mm-hmm. or a cherry limeade at Sonic and do a car picnic. And yeah. I just remember that being such a Isn't special thing. that just thing. like the ultimate as yes. a kid to be eating dinner anywhere that wasn't the table? Yes. Was just like a, the such best treat. So, so novel. Yeah. It so didn't even exciting. matter what food you were eating. It was like, yes. it's a picnic if it's exactly. not at the table. Exactly. Um, I now try to it, have car picnics sometimes mm-hmm. for the boys if I'll pack them like a little dinner um, in between school and swim lessons mm-hmm. or something. And it still feels kind of special yeah, to me. There's something about it. <laughs> um, so my very first car was a 91 Volvo. I did get it, I think, the year that I was 16. My parents bought it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, I was, I was rowing. Like, I needed to drive a lot. So I think like, they were, we're just, not getting up at 5 a.m. Exactly. <laughs> I think they were very much like, now you can take care of yes. all of this and take your sister to school while you're at it. Um, I would not say that it was a full-blown lemon of a car, <laughs> but it had many problems. For example, like, w- within the first few days, if not the first day that I got it, um, if you were, like, waiting at a stoplight, it uh-huh. would just die. Oh. For example. Andy. <laughs> so you have to turn it off and then turn it back on, and you could usually get it running again. And I just remember that there was a little gauge for the RPMs, uh-huh. and, like, that would just start, like, vibrating just wildly, and you knew it was going to be bad, and then it would just, like, tank and go to zero. <laughs> it gave you a warning, like, I'm not okay, I'm not okay. Yeah, so I was like, ah! Um, so that was kind of stressful. Um, I think finally that car finally bit it um, sometime later when I was in college. And then I upgraded, quote unquote, to a used 95 Volvo. Uh-huh. And that actually did last me. This is insane to say it now. I drove that until 2012. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, I know of a Volvo yes. that you used to so, drive. So yeah, I only drove two cars before the car that I drive now. That's awesome. And that that one too just like drove it into the ground. That one went with me to graduate school. So I drove that from Austin to Connecticut and then mm-hmm. I drove it from Connecticut out to Arizona. Holy cow. It was a long way. Um, and at at one point during my second job here, this car was black. It had no window tinting and oh. I had to park in an uncovered parking oh lot. <laughs> and towards the end, the AC was not blowing real cold. Oh yeah. Oh it yeah. Was, it literally, I drove home in an oven. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that sounds horrible. horrible. Um, anyway, so I don't have nec- like honestly very fond You're memories like, bye, of my bye, first Volvo. cars, but I am very appreciative that I had them. Yes. So there's I hear that. You. I hear you. <laughs> okay. So tell me about the car you drive now and the cars that your family has. Okay. I am so fancy now. I got so <laughs> spoiled. I got so excited to write this down. Okay. So I think we talked about this on the show, but Jeremiah surprised me oh, with yeah. um, a zippy little mom car. Uh-huh. Um, we needed, so we have a uh, 2012 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon, which is like jacked up and big wheels mm-hmm. and like steel plates and mm-hmm. all of the things. So we have that as like a fun 
vehicle. And he had a Honda Accord that was kind of his commuter before we got that. And so then um, since then, like, okay, so then he had a company car. Mm-hmm. So the Jeep was always just like a play vehicle, a like a recreational type mm-hmm. thing. Well, then he ended up starting to have to drive that to work because he got a different job that did not have a company car. And so, and we got spoiled with said company car being so nice because mm-hmm. he drove a Mercedes Benz right. through work. So then when it came time to upgrade me because I had been driving, which we still have, um, a 2008 Mazda CX-7, mm-hmm. which is like a little crossover SUV. Mm-hmm. And Jeremiah drives that now to work. That's gotcha. his commuter vehicle. But we wanted something a little nicer and we had talked about it, but he surprised me for my birthday and Christmas with a 2016 BMW 328i. I had to message him and ask him what, <laughs> what, are all what the kind. I know it's a BMW, but I don't know what kind. But it is beautiful. It is black and tinted with black interior and <laughs> Bluetooth and all right. of the fancy things that make me feel fancy. And I only have two kids. And so mm-hmm. we fit just fine. Yeah. And it is just a fun car to drive. And I'm, you know, in and out a lot and just commuting you know, errands and yeah. And the so rounds. it's nice because it cools down really quick and mm-hmm. it's just pretty mm-hmm. and fun to so drive. You and so you have not it. had any interest in like minivan or like something. Oh, no. bigger well, like I did that. think about when we talked about changing up and getting me something new and like mm-hmm. rotating the Mazda into commuter vehicle right. status. We talked about maybe doing like a Durango or something with mm. a th- optional third row right. because we have so much family that visits from right. out of town or, um, you know, as the kids get into school and maybe dropping off and picking up other right. friends and stuff. Yeah. And then we were like, well, but maybe it'd be nice not to have to do that. And mm-hmm. if we're going to have three vehicles anyways, technically right. we have the capability. Like gotcha. when my parents come into town, he takes the Jeep to work and right. we still have You've two vehicles yeah, to drive around, nice. you know, to lunch or whatever. Right. So I'm really happy with that decision. We have something that is really good on gas mileage and mm-hmm. just super fun and makes me feel fancy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Um, Let's see. I now drive a 2008 gray Prius. Mm-hmm. Um, I we Which bought is it. a Phantom, by the way. It sneaks up on you, and oh, you don't yes, even it's know because it can be very quiet. It's very quiet. <laughs> um, so yeah, we bought it used, or I bought it used in 2012. That was back when um, Chris was then driving a truck still, mm-hmm. and and at that time I was still driving my old Volvo. I donated my Volvo to NPR, which was kind I of was a dream of mine. That's like very full circle <laughs> moment listening to NPR That's in true. your car. Yes, it was like that is where. My my love of NPR came from. So yeah, that was, that was very satisfying. And I have to say, like, I am not kidding at all. I am driving my dream car. You love it. I love it. It is a nice little car. As soon as the Priuses came out, Mm -hmm. I loved them, like kind of in their current iteration, Mm -hmm. like kind of the model that I have. I loved them. I was so obsessed that there were hybrid vehicles around. Like for me, that is that is luxury. Yes. Like not having to depend on gas as yes. much. And so it's just funny because I've never been into cars at all. Mm-hmm. And and this is like such a standard car. Like it's right. not a luxury right. car by but any so standards. But for me, it is like literally my dream car and it's the color that I wanted and mm-hmm. everything. And so especially just from coming from driving early 90s cars, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it still feels so fancy to me and like a spaceship like it is it's yeah. quiet like yeah. if i'm sitting at a light it like really it is. shuts down and just goes to battery you know i kind of forget when mm-hmm. someone new's in the car they're kind of like whoa yeah is the car still yeah. running you know and 
what's funny too, when I first got the car, um, because I do know what it feels like to sit at a stoplight and have your car shut down on you. I would be like, oh my gosh, it's what's happening. happening? <laughs> it's like, no, no, it's actually supposed to do that. That's hilarious. Um, and so, and here in Arizona, um, if you drive a hybrid vehicle that fits the certain standards, you can get a special license plate mm-hmm. that has blue clouds, it's like the blue cloud plate. And then you can drive in the highway HOV lanes, yes. even if it's just Which, you. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. And they only release some of them or only certain vehicles can get them. And um, it can be hard to, to buy a used vehicle that has it because technically the plate like stays with the owner and not the car. Oh, okay. Anyway, so we were able to buy the car from someone that we knew. And so he he transferred the title. He didn't sell it to us. Gotcha. Anyway, so it was like this magical thing that it just yes. all worked out that we yes. could get that plate too. And I mean, that is that made me commuting to work for so many oh, years so far yeah. just such you just, a difference. And you have to be on the highway to go almost anywhere yes. here. It's just so sprawling. And yes. so getting that makes a big difference. Exactly. So that that made a huge difference. Um, I actually love filling it up with gas mm-hmm. because it's so quick. Like mm-hmm. sometimes something that's very satisfying to me is um, – if I go to Costco to get gas, you know, there, there's like two, like two spots at Costco, like yeah. someone pulls up and then someone goes behind. Yeah. Like if I go behind and we start at the same time, I'm always finished before the person <laughs> in front of me. And so I just like, you know, finish up and then like zip around them, you You're know, like, like race, yeah. that only took me five minutes. Yeah. See ya. And it just, um, now in the summer gas is getting a little bit more expensive, but often it doesn't even break 20 bucks. That's awesome. It's almost like to the point where, we kind of barely have to consider gas as, a, as like a budgetary like a budget. item. Exactly. That's awesome. It, it's satisfying every single time. Mm-hmm. And so this car is our only car. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was three, four years ago. That's crazy. Um, we decided to try the one car lifestyle and sold Chris's truck and we love it mm-hmm. so much. And, That's good. and so I think I take a lot of satisfaction in driving this very fuel efficient like smaller car, like I know it's smaller, yeah. but my whole family yeah, gets around that's the in thing. it. When you and have it's a family of four, it's totally yeah. fine. And so it's just that's like very satisfying that it's like this. This it's is like double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I kind of had worried for a while. You know, okay, how will having just one car be? Is it going to be super inconvenient? And in so many ways, I think it simplified our life. Yeah. Like I can, you I wouldn't can expect that. it, mm-hmm. but because Chris and I are both so into it and we do have some options, um, light rail bus. Chris recently, um, it's not a car, it's not a vehicle, but bought an electric bike. Oh, I saw that. So we do kind of almost have another vehicle in our fleet now. And he is now able to commute all the way to work. Um, just, much mm-hmm. more frequently and mm-hmm. he loves it he just loves oh, yeah. that he can do that yeah so oh he's the happy challenge for him exactly. is even more so than exactly you. so anyway it's just been surprising how that's kind of simplified our life and not made it and certainly the rise of just as going down to one car and then suddenly there are these apps where you can just call a car yeah. wherever you are yeah it was just that's perfect worked out so nicely yeah. Okay, so what car-related habits do you have? For example, do you have a favorite beverage or snack to have in the car? Any weird driving or parking habits? Things that you always keep on hand in the car? Favorite driving music? Tell me about all of this. I have to have water. It doesn't matter if I'm going... It doesn't matter if it's December and I'm going to pick up the girls. I have this fear 
ever since I moved here of being somewhere with no water. Yes. Like when you see someone just even with a flat tire on the oh. side of the road and they're like out in the sun, I imagine Strikes how horrible that would be heart. with no, without even water to yes. at least sip on. So I have got to, and it drives Jeremiah nuts because I'm like the hydration police. Mm-hmm. Like, so now me and the girls kind of right. have to have water right. wherever we go. And yes. so he's just like, you don't need water. We're going to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> like he's just, it drives him crazy. But I think we're better hydrated than he is, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, I would also say I'm a real good parker. Oh, tell like, me more. I can parallel park nice. with the best of yeah. them. Um, I think girl, like in, in my high school, I had to parallel park. So I learned mm. how to do it right away because we just parked like in the neighborhood gotcha. for the most part. Yeah. And then... Um, our like first house was in like a more urban neighborhood uh-huh. so you just had street parking gotcha. and then um yeah i'm really good at it and pride myself on nice. it the fact that i'm better at it than jeremiah uh-huh. <laughs> he will even admit he also this is not about me but while we're talking about parking <laughs> yes he has like parking spot decision paralysis chris too Ugh. and it drives me insane i'm like you have passed up yes. 17 parking spaces yes. or chris you? will start driving through the parking lot and you think he's gonna pull through and then he starts going to the next row and i'm like just park it drives me absolutely <laughs> yes nuts. and then you end up like far away because yeah. they couldn't make a decision yeah and he's meantime passed up how many and yes. i'll get like super car sick because you know how when you're going slow mm. and things are jerky like you almost get more car almost like don't are we going here yeah this way and he'll like start to almost pull in and be like oh Oh. never mind and i'm just like i want to vomit park the car i get we get in a fight weekly about this situation (laughs) that's so funny um okay so things i always keep on hand i have to have my water i always have a phone charger in the car Mm, yeah because my phone just i feel like inevitably needs it at like 3 p.m when i go pick up kids from school um i have some sort of little tire emergency kit in the back Mm -hmm. not that i know what to do with it right I would definitely be calling someone else will someone make use else. Of it. Yeah. I will make use of my phone charger and my cell <laughs> there phone. You go. Um, I always have napkins in the glove box. I feel like every time we go to like Starbucks gotcha. or a drive through, I stash them in there. But just is in it case. like way more than you're ever oh, going to use? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And they're starting to like petrify at this point, right. probably because there's so many of them. Um, I keep a box of tissues between the girls in the back seat because nice. always with the sneezing or the something Bookers. as you're driving and mm-hmm. you're like, or you see it in the back seat, uh-huh. finger and nose, yep. use a tissue, yep. <laughs> um, extra sunglasses. Uh-huh. And I've started, the girls have started to keep sunglasses in the car too, oh, nice. because okay. it's just nice to yeah. have them. A sunshade for the, the front visor yep. Yep. window. Um, I used to keep a lot more. I feel like you know, I used to have a scraper for ice and oh, a snow yeah. brush and I used to be able to keep other things in the car that were semi-perishable, like mm. a lotion and a chapstick and right. whatever, but nope. not in Arizona. No. So exactly. all of that's just in my purse yeah. now. I don't keep much of anything really in the car yeah. otherwise. So. Yeah. It will just bake. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Yeah. Water necessity. What I am obsessed with right now is making myself a big hydro flask. I've got it with me right here of mm-hmm. ice water and taking it in my car. Mm-hmm. This is something that I don't know why I haven't gotten into this habit before, but when I was home in Austin, my mom is obsessed with her Yeti mm-hmm. and she'll make us ice like Yeti ice waters. And mm-hmm. just as we're going out throughout mm-hmm. the day. And I think then it was just, we'd always leave them in the car yes. when we came back even two hours later, Cold water. still had mm-hmm. ice water. I do that too. So I love it. Yes. Yeah, so that is just so nice and so refreshing. So now I'm really obsessed with mm-hmm. doing that too and just having my ice water to sip all day long. Um, 
I wish I could keep snacks in the car. Um, I know. You know, it'd be so nice to just have some spare granola bars. Yeah. And sometimes they will in the winter months. But yes. then, yeah, you just inevitably can't. forget about it. And yeah. it's like granola soup Ugh, in the summer. <laughs> yes. Um, I, if I'm going to just go out in the car by myself, like to run errands, I do love to bring like maybe kind of a little bit more of an indulgent snack, like cookies or chips mm-hmm. or something. It's just so satisfying to yeah. be munching on. Um I mostly listen to podcasts in the car, not mm, usually mm-hmm. to music. I just, I don't know, love listening to I podcasts. I feel like I do too. If I'm alone in the car, I love to listen to an audiobook or mm. um, a podcast. Yeah. Because otherwise it's music on. Like the girls are already developing right. music taste music for the most part. And we'll yeah. ask for pop music or country music oh, or whatever. Really? That's funny. And do you have satellite radio in your car then? I don't. Oh, okay. No. So you're just still on the regular Yeah, just stations. on the radio okay. or like from my phone with the Bluetooth. Okay. Us too. And I think the boys, they'll be like, is this hip hop? Yeah. I think Chris was playing them hip hop. Yeah. So they're always like, is this hip hop? <laughs> or they'll ask for pop music when the pop station is already on. I'm like, this is all considered oh, pop and music. Do your kids... Um, because since we play podcasts so much and, you know, we can go through the archive podcasts and play these old episodes and or we'll play mm-hmm. music for them at home. Do they also think that the radio oh, is yeah. like on demand? Yeah, that everything is on demand. I want to hear the superhero song. Yeah. I want the thunder and lightning. And nope. no matter how many times we say it's just the radio, you yep. just have to listen to whatever comes on. I know. I keep they're probably like, why do we listen to this antique piece of crap? Exactly. Like, I feel like mine now understand, or at least Vanessa does. She will ask even on TV if we're mm. watching something on TV. She'll be like, "Is this live?" Gotcha. Because we like we'll right. talk about if she has to go to bed or not. Mm-hmm. Like she's upset that she maybe didn't see the end gotcha. of like American Ninja Warrior. Right. So we'll have to tell her if it was like one we saw on Hulu or one gotcha. that we. I'm like, right. this one's just on, so you'll right. just, so just going to miss it. So it's just so funny, like the difference in generations yes. that way. Um, so I do have, I feel like maybe a couple of slightly weird habits <laughs> or obsessions. So weird driving habit. I prefer to drive without shoes. I remember this about you. And I don't know where it started. Maybe, honestly, I don't know. And I don't, I, maybe it started in Austin. I honestly feel like I remember my mom saying like, you always need to drive with shoes on like it's yeah. safer. I'm scared to and drive with no like shoes on. And that is like one place that I guess I'm defying her. <laughs> and it might be that here or whenever, when I was younger, wearing flip-flops, yes. I feel like flip-flops feel like they could get stuck yeah, that's on true. the pedals. And that terrifies me. Or maybe I had some experience where mm-hmm. they kind of got stuck or something. And so, and flip-flops are just so easy to slip off. Yes. And then I feel like... I actually feel like I have more dexterity, like with my toes. <laughs> to really you know? grip that break. <laughs> yeah. Or just like, just be like a little bit more precise. Um, and then I think maybe because I got used to that, then when I have shoes on, I feel like I don't have as much precision uh-huh. or something. And so then I'm often wearing slip-on shoes like to work and yeah. stuff. And so I feel like I'll often just slip off my shoes and That's drive. funny. <laughs> I feel the opposite where like if it... You know, sometimes you get like an itch on your foot or something and you uh-huh. need to take it off. Yeah. And so then I have to, but like, I have to go. Right. And I'm like, right. well, it's okay. And I just feel like I'm going to immediately crash. <laughs> like I'm going to just slam into the person in oh front God, of me. Oh God, I don't have shoes on. Yeah. Cause it feels so weird yeah. in comparison that I yeah. feel like I'm like, I have no control. <laughs> <laughs> My toes are out. That's so funny. Um, and so a parking obsession that I have is I am sort of obsessed with backing into parking so spaces is Jeremiah, and that's why we take so long especially in parking garages like in parking okay. garages it's almost I will not compromise okay <laughs> and it might have kind of started at my previous job where I did have to park in a garage every day mm-hmm. and 
it's just, it's already, you know, tighter and everything. Mm -hmm. So if you then back in, it just, it's like the high five to your future self. Yeah. When you leave work, it's very true. you just have to drive out. And then especially, this is so satisfying. If you're parking in a parking garage for any kind of big event, mm-hmm. sporting event, oh, yeah. concert. Oh yeah. How awesome for you when the cars are backed up mm-hmm. behind you, like trying to back out of there and get a spot in line. Instead, you're just like, here I go. Yep. I'm going <laughs> you know? now. Yes, I um, so agree. That is just so satisfying. I did have an internship in college and it was for um, kind of a energy, energy environmental management firm. And uh, they had a lot of field workers and things mm-hmm. like that. And you were required at the company oh. to back in because that's safer, I okay. guess, for like pulling out mm-hmm. or like be ready to go or mm-hmm. whatever. So maybe it kind of started there, but I just find myself being a spe- even more into it lately. And Actually, just this week, I started experimenting with backing our car into our garage because mm. I'd been a little scared. Mm-hmm. Just you know, we just have the two car garage, and like mm-hmm. we've got the one spot for the car, and our house is on like a steep incline yes. for whatever mm-hmm. reason. <laughs> but it has been nice to mm. just because when you're backing out down the hill, just little bikers. Yes, it just we even we have the backup camera in the Prius, but I'm just always yeah. It just seems like that's when kind of, you know, who yeah. knows, something mm-hmm. unexpected could happen. So anyway. All right. Tell me about how clean your car is on any given day and how you are managing little mess makers <laughs> in the car. Okay. So real clean. Yeah. Because. Nice. Part, okay. For a few reasons. Number one, because it's new. Yeah. And I'm so I had gotten a lax with the Mazda a little okay. bit and they were in the more toddler phase yeah. where it's like, I mean, whatever. If a goldfish keeps you quiet, right. like we're fine with that. Exactly. But now we're getting out of that and they don't necessarily need a snack mm-hmm. just because it's like 930. Right. right. And so we're good. Um I pretty much don't let them eat in the new car. Okay. Uh once in a while it's kind of I a will, nice way to establish a new rule. Yeah. Once in a while I will do um, you know, something that I know is ke- they can't make a huge right. mess with or if I really know it's been a long time, but only water for sure. Mm-hmm. Never juice or anything. Mm-hmm. Oh heavens. Right. Um, I also, they know if they have some garbage, like if they did have like a granola bar wrapper or something uh-huh. or a tissue, they throw it on the floor. Mm-hmm. They're not playing with mm-hmm. it. Number one, cause they're strapped in. So uh-huh. that's a way to get it out of their little grubby hands. <laughs> right. And they know that they need to get it out of the car when yeah. we stop. Pack so when in, we get home, yep. You got to take it with you. Um, also Mr. Lad is obsessed with unlimited car wash package he oh, bought for really? my car. Oh, nice. So he's like. See, he insi- it's unlimited and so, okay, so to really get your money's worth yeah, you should times? go like once a week okay. and so he insists on getting it done really? like on the so weekend. will he take it and mm-hmm. do it he gotcha. often takes it with the girls uh-huh that's fun and it's like a full service wash not gotcha. just like a drive-through so gotcha. it stays real fresh tip top real fresh yep yep all right how about you um i also love keeping my car yeah. clean i think it's gross to have like french fries under your car seat yeah i think it just is one of those things that it's a simple thing that can either make you feel like you really have your life together Mm -hmm. or like that you don't have your life Mm -hmm. together and it's it's, what (laughs) what kind of disaster am i even living right but it's one of those things where i feel like in the midst of my previous busyness working full-time and all of that if i could have my car clean or you know and it would kind of like get dirtier and then i'd clean it and kind of keep it up more it would just feel so satisfying Mm -hmm. and just make you feel like well at least i've got this like this is manageable because it really 
doesn't take that much effort, especially if you go to get it cleaned mm-hmm. or just go through a drive through and vacuum it just, or even just picking up all the trash mm-hmm. takes like 10 minutes. Um, so I love doing that. And I think especially since the car is kind of smaller, it both shows mess more quickly, mm-hmm. you know, because even a couple of pieces yeah. of trash are just so visible, but then it also is very quick to clean. Mm-hmm. Um, I am trying to really establish with the boys, like any mess that you're bringing in the car to please bring mm-hmm. it out. And they're okay with that. Um, but then I'm trying to, you know, not leaving that random piece of preschool art yes. in the back seat. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. I'm kind of trying to establish a new, um, a new standard there. It and piles that does, up quickly. it really, really does. So I also love going to the car wash. Um, but my great satisfaction is the $3, the cheapest oh, yeah. car wash uh-huh. that you can get mm-hmm. at these drive through places. And it's so satisfying because the place I go, I think the name of the place is $3, $3 car wash. <laughs> so but you drive up to it, to the kiosk. And what's there in your face is like the fifteen ninety nine, yeah. and we're going to do this and this and You're this. Like, and no, then no. under that is like the ten ninety nine, And then at the very bottom in play, <laughs> no adornment, light wash, $3. Yep. And I'm always like, that one. <laughs> you said $3 car wash, and I want my $3 car wash. <laughs> and, you know, I've never done... It's just a guy with a spray bottle. He just like sprays <laughs> right. it a couple like, You're done. <laughs> You take this alternate route. It just spits you back out onto the road. (laughs) Um, And so it's just, it's one of the drive throughs. And so honestly, I have a hard time imagining that it's that much different. All the extra special stuff that they put on it. You know, I mean, the drive through, it's all like automatic. It's not somebody like, and it's not like I just came back from camping or something like my car is already like pretty clean. It doesn't rain that much here. Um, Anyway, so I do that. And then they have the free vacuums afterwards. And so it is just, it just seems like such a thrifty, it's like the best to me $3 that I could, <laughs> you could spend, spend for yes, like a for, week of For peace. the satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And so I probably, I honestly probably do that maybe more like once a month. Okay. It's not that often. So, I mean, but Mr. it's, Lad. it's very satisfying. Very serious about it. Um, okay. If money was no object, hmm. what would your dream car be? Do you know? I mean, I'm driving a Beamer. Driving? I don't even, yeah. <laughs> I really feel the same way. Like I pretty much... I wouldn't have known that this specific car I would love so right. much, but like, I really like a luxury but zippy mm-hmm. little car. It's mm-hmm. just nice. Yeah. I like the leather. Yeah. I like that everything like, you know, that I have like controllers for me and Jeremiah presets, like all mm. the little things that yeah. really just make it comfy to drive. Right. Um, But I will say I've always wanted something vintage. Oh, really? Like not as an everyday, but as a... Uh-huh fun thing like I love like an old Chevy truck like with the big fenders Uh you know what I mean like Uh just something just the part of me that loves antique shopping and yeah you know anything from the 50s just Uh really I feel like that was like a good era for cars like 40s 50s yes um so yeah I think it would be fun to have like like a little especially here because we don't have the weather right to contend with so much that like as long as it's not hot you could take it out Mm mm-hmm and have fun just, you know, cruising around to go get yeah. coffee or ice cream or yeah. whatever. So oh, that's cute. Um, so yeah, the only, the only car I can think of that I would like want to upgrade to, that would be a dream car would be a Tesla. Oh yeah. Dream car. It's just, sweet. or just, I mean, and I, like I said, I do not have an eye for cars. Like I don't mm-hmm. care about design and stuff, but I do think that they look nice. They're beautiful. Yeah. Um, and just the all electric. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> 
all the way. Maybe one day. Our kind of our goal is to drive the Prius until we can afford a used, maybe Tesla, a used all yeah. electric vehicle. There you go. So, okay, let's talk about obsessions. Okay. So number one, I was telling you about this. So we are recording this on one of my first, no, the first working Monday of yeah. the summer. So I, one of the other um, leaders on Incentigence that I kind of look up to mm-hmm. and follow, she always has a very long work day on Mondays. And oh. she says she does it on Mondays because... Um, it's a lot of momentum. Yeah. The, you're going into the week like fresh. You're mm-hmm. not already tired from the week. You're setting yourself up then for the rest yeah. of the week. And she schedules all her like Facebook posts in her mm-hmm. group. She gets her social media all set. Yeah. She, you know, gets demos or whatever booked or just all of the things, right? Yeah. All of the miscellaneous things. And she just will go sit at like, there's a particular hotel by her that she uh-huh. likes in like their business lobby or whatever and just work and she doesn't have a limit. Like her husband is the one to relieve the babysitter. Ah. And that way she could work till 11 she o'clock at just, night if she wanted to. Just until yeah. she gets all her work done. So very smart. I loved that idea because I definitely have a hard time making the best use of like Pockets. little chunks of time. I'm good about like a full work day to really get in the zone. Yeah. So our beloved babysitter, Katie, came back from Spain. She was teaching Hooray! abroad for a year and she is back. And so I reserved her for Mondays <laughs> and she doesn't get here till 10, uh-huh. which gives us time to still have kind of a leisurely morning yeah. and feel like I can, I hate when a babysitter comes and you're not quite ready to take yeah. full advantage of them yet. Right, and then there's right. that awkward, like today I caught up with her. Up. Yeah. But yeah, you're like packing up your stuff to leave right. or you're just like, Oh, I'm on the clock right now. Right, right. So I wanted to give myself some time. So 10 o'clock she comes And then, you know, Jeremiah will be home between five and six at some Mm -hmm. point to relieve her. And then I don't have to be home at any specific time. Mm. I'm not thinking about like, I could just go home now and not pay for another hour or whatever. I can just not worry about that. Yeah. And Um, plus you're not like, okay, well, then when my work is done here, but then I got to get home and get dinner or, you know, just kind of all of those between like I'm working and now I'm home and like full on mom is like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm going to miss dinner. I'm going to miss bedtime. I will be having leisurely, like tonight, tonight I'm working till six and then taking my friend out for her birthday yep. and just not stopping at home at any point That's in there lovely. to get distracted. And you know what? Those dad dinners are an important part of childhood. Totally. totally. The grilled cheese. Absolutely. <laughs> or the whatever it is that their specialty is. A hundred percent. Like they <laughs> love that so much anyways. Yeah. And it's just a good, I just feel like it's going to be a really good way to set up, up the week and then mm-hmm. freeze me up the rest of the days of the week to be like, okay. I had a full work day. If I didn't make the best use of it, that's my own fault. Mm -hmm. And not that I won't work during little pockets of time during the week, but that I, that will push me to get things done so that I can enjoy the summer with Mm -hmm. them, you know, Tuesday through Friday. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. That sounds great. Also obsessed with my tassel earrings. Yes. Those are so, so cute. Target has so many cute tassel earrings. You were talking, is that the, um, like line that you were talking about. You're talking so. about the bubble different... bar line. Oh yes, yes, is these that are. From them? Uh-huh. Okay, so it's like a three tiered tassel. Yeah, just like what is this string? Like string tassels. Yeah, but like I love them because they're still they're big and they're like loud, mm-hmm. but they're casual. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you can wear them with a t shirt mm-hmm. and your hair up, and then yeah. you look a little more pulled together. Yeah. Well, this um, 
pairs quite nicely with my obsession, and that is at your suggestion. I have been wearing a top knot and big earrings. Yes, you got the top knot to work. I finally figured it out. I figured out that I have to make the ponytail first and then pin it with bobby pins. Okay. I can't just do like with a hair elastic. Gotcha. So that was a revelation. And I was like, oh, this stays securely. It looks like just nicer right like other so you're doing like a clean top knot more like a, a little bun bit look? more of a okay. clean yeah i don't my I'm hair like is not quite long enough or thick enough or have enough waves for like right. a true like good looking like two guys like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like the wisps i have to fight those and then i have a pair of earrings um from glitter revival that was a a Ooh, local maid it. that you yes. turned me on to recommended to love me. Them. And so they're these leather kind of bigger drop earrings and it's great because they're big, but they're so lightweight. Yes. You don't even remember. You so them it's perfect. So yeah, I've been loving that. And it does just like you said, like your hair is out of your face, mm-hmm. cooler, but you still feel feminine and yeah, yeah I've been loving like it. Like you didn't just come from the pool or the yeah. gym or something. So I thank love you it. for that. I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> you're loving it. All right. Any neighborhood news? I do. I have okay. some updates. All right. Tell me. Update number one, the blocking of the driveway has dramatically improved, (gasps) which makes me a little nervous that they (laughs) listen to the podcast, perhaps. Hello, neighbors. Because there's been no conversation. I did definitely look at the pool guy the one time. Gave him kind of a look. And was just like, um, because I was backing out as he was headed back to his truck. And so I was like looking pointedly at his truck to see if I had room. And he got in and like pulled forward. Gotcha. So, and technically, I kind of nice. Like, yeah, see? Yeah. You see? Without me having to like, really make a, a confrontation yeah. so that he was a big offender so gotcha. that has that has changed nice so okay good. Caught positive the right time but yeah i'm like ooh, maybe maybe it's just putting it out there in the universe that maybe then it, so and it improved maybe but so it's been good um also i do believe that i solved the fireproofing mystery oh, yes tell us so and it's probably an unfortunate ending to that. I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but clearly there's somebody who's medically fragile there. Oh. So they have, I've seen, because I've seen, um, if listeners don't know what we're talking about, the house next door to us, the on other, the other side door. was being like completely fireproofed, like mm-hmm. sprinklers installed, different insulation, uh-huh. different flooring, everything. And so, and now I see like, Oxygen being delivered, gotcha. um, different like hmm. like hospital bed type supplies and stuff. So okay. I'm not sure. We haven't gone over to meet them yet, but definitely that must be the reason. Okay, gotcha. So somebody who can't get well, out that, if that, there is a problem. That makes sense. Yes. So now, I, now I'm very <laughs> relieved that I know for sure it's not a meth lab. There you go. <laughs> Unless the oxygen is being used for the meth lab, I do not know. I don't know if you need oxygen. For we don't know lab. how these things work. I don't, know, I don't know how it works. I just know cold medicine is kind of involved. I don't know. I just know I just have to show my ID when I buy NyQuil. Maybe not. Maybe it's a different drug. I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that took a turn. But fireproofing mystery solved. All right. Love a good neighborhood mystery Uh solved. Okay. I have um, some neighborhood news. It's like an update to a recurring theme. I saw rollerblading guy. Yes. <laughs> it was after we were leaving swim lessons, which is up uh, just like in South Mesa, just right north of uh-huh. the Gilbert line. Um, he was wearing a bright yellow crop top t-shirt yes. with a smiley face yes. and the short shorts and just... Just swaying. grooving, uh-huh. swaying in his own world. Is th- do you believe there's anybody happier on the planet than the rollerblading guy? I don't know. I but, don't know. But 
how much do you think drugs are involved? <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty he looks, coordinated, though. He looks pretty, <laughs> pretty groovy. Perhaps he like makes it up and then goes for a ride. Yeah, I have no, I have no idea. He's got to be looking pretty bronze by now, too. He was looking bronze <laughs> and on that belly, too. I mean, yeah, it's oh, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all there. It is just what a character. I was trying to do some totally. basic Google searches. Like, has anyone done like a profile of him in a local paper? <laughs> I mean, it kind of seems iconic. Like the number he of times that character. between you, me, Chris, like have spotted him. Yeah. Because I mean, we're not on Venice Beach. He literally right. looks like he is transplanted from yes. 19. 75 Venice Beach. Yes, exactly. Like short shorts and exactly. all. Exactly. And it just seems funny. Like you'll just spot him. I, like, I don't know if he has a regular route. I feel like I've seen him just <laughs> yeah. different places yeah. too. <laughs> he is a local icon for sure. He should be on the local icon shirt. Yes. <laughs> I will suggest that. All right. I think that wraps up our episode. I think so. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. You can find us on Instagram at Hi Girls Next Door and find our Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Our website is girlnextdoorpodcast.com and our email address is hi-girls-next-door at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. Sorry, I messed that up. (laughs) What'd you mess up? You want to tell me what you had for breakfast? I had the toasted (laughs) croconut. The croconut. The toasted coconut granola from Trader Joe's, which I'm obsessed with. It's so good. And and the honey Greek yogurt with it. Mm -hmm. It's a little sweet, I would say. Gotcha. But... Sometimes I like cinnamon toast crunch, so I mean, <laughs> not as sweet as that. So there you go. <laughs> Why do I think I'm running the show today? There's a lot of pressure on today. <laughs> Bossy Erica. <laughs>